0: Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for today, a new day, another opportunity to get to know you more. But more importantly, we have the opportunity to do an in-depth study on curses and on blessings. We thank you, Father. And we ask for an opening up of our wisdom during the session tonight. That when you pour your understanding into us, Lord, we are able to see through all the challenges we have been through. We are able to look at our own lives and do a personal reflection there. And in the light of what you teach us tonight, Lord, let there be freedom coming to many more families this day in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for that grace that you pour into our hearts. The powerful revelations that you bring us that give us a better understanding of your word and not only your word, your systems. We thank you, Father, for every little miracle that we've experienced during this week and the grace that you made available to us that has made that miracle possible. We thank you for your mercy that you look not with the eyes of judgment on us but the eyes of love a love that is everlasting that is unchangeable that doesn't depend on us or our actions it is just your nature and you made us in your own image and likeness and so your greatest commandments are also the two commandments are about love loving you and loving others as much as we love ourselves so the entire ecosystem is covered in that we thank you father When your word says you are love, everything about you, including your laws, are also love. We thank you, Lord. And we thank you for the opportunity to commune with you in the secret place, that we might be blessed, to leave all our baggage outside and to shut the door, so that when we say we are connected with you in spirit, we are only there in spirit, and we don't bring any thoughts also. Teach us, Lord, how to convert any area that we sit and pray in into a closet where we can shut off all of these things that when we connect with you in the spirit there are no distractions whatsoever we ask for that grace Lord that our prayer room be strengthened and we thank you for the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts when we are there with you even right now We share the same with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you. We share it also, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and those that have no one to pray for them. And as we offer our faith to stand in that gap, we call on your name. The name of our God who is faithful, the God of hope, the God of peace, the God of patience, the God who is a consuming fire but is also gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. And we pray in the name of your Son, Jesus, the Prince of Peace, through whom we have attained peace with you. And it is through His grace we are able to make peace with each other. He is the author and the finisher of our faith and our destiny. He is the Lord who heals and restores. It is through Him we have salvation. It is His finished works upon which we can stand today. We thank you, Lord. And we pray in the name of His Spirit, the Spirit of the living God, the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of truth, the Spirit of freedom. It is He who has made His tabernacle within our body that we might no longer have this body be given to sin, but it might be transformed into holiness that the flesh no longer lusts towards sin but for all things that are holy and that are of you Lord We well, thank you Father that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit with the gift of prayer where we can pray and legally authorize you to step into our circumstances you allow us to declare and what we declare shall be established on the basis of the identity and authority that we carry. We thank you, Lord, that you bring all those revelations to us about who we are. And you also teach us through the interactions with the devil, because that's exactly what the devil tests. He even ask Jesus, if you are the Son of God. We thank you, Father, that you have given us that word through which You teach us your ways that are much higher than our ways. You teach us your principles, your systems of advantage, your kingdom laws and mechanisms. We thank you, Father. And we thank you that you provide all our needs in accordance with your riches and glory through Christ Jesus. All our physical provisions as well as all our spiritual needs through the gifts, charisms, and the working of the Holy Spirit in our life. Thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting, every member of every family, especially that of our intercessory group. We cover each of these by the precious blood of Jesus, their families, their belongings, their careers, and everything, Lord, that is connected with their lives by the precious blood of Jesus, so that the blood covenant speaks for them. That blood covenant that speaks better things than revenge. We thank you, Lord. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, wilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection, and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. And we also herald the power in our spoken word, as we proclaim your word, Lord. From Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth, and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower, and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue and the discernment to choose life every time we speak. Thank you, Jesus. Today's reflection is an additional revelation I learned while studying and meditating on the topic of this last series of how did man become a sinner? If Adam rebelled and sinned, just he, one man's mistake, why are all mankind paying the price for it? Shouldn't it have ended with him and then each of us would have to give an account of our own sins only? And if you look at it closely, that is also the topic of what our Friday evening Bible study session is about? He made only one mistake and we are paying the price of it till today. Why? And the answer is one word inheritance. We've seen that in depth in last Friday's Bible study generational curses Exodus 20 verses 3 to 5 It is a generational curse that we have inherited from Adam called original sin. We are born with it, that is why we have to be baptised. But remember one thing, you are not responsible for what you inherit, unfortunately you have no control there. But you are definitely responsible for what you allow to continue in your life. That is why we need to be alert, and awake, to what is happening, have we inherited something that's a curse and now what are we going to do about it? Because if you do not do anything, it will continue with you and you will unknowingly pass it down to your children. If you don't deal with it, it will continue to deal with you and your next generations. Let's look at what scripture says about it. Now, why why is it, or where does it say that Adam's sin became an inheritance? And what else can we learn from it? What else is being revealed there? Romans chapter 5, verse 14. It says, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses. Even over those who did not sin by breaking a command. Even over them, they're trained. As did Adam. So by breaking a command, as Adam did means as Adam broke a command. Who is a pattern of the one to come? You see the word pattern there now. And you know patterns. But first let's look at when we say death there. That's We have seen that in our last series and it started with Adam making the wrong choice. And then in Genesis 3, verse 17, where it says, The earth was cursed for his sake. God had warned him that this would come to pass, where he said, If you eat of that fruit, then you shall surely die. So now Romans 5:14 says here, death reigned. That death, which was essentially being cut off from God, reigned from the time of Adam. Through to the time of Moses, which means all down the generations, every generation of mankind inherited that death. So every man was born with it, essentially, meaning every man that came into the world was cut off from God. That is our truth as well. As soon as we are born, we are cut off from God. Are you seeing where... We are already marginalized. We are on the wrong side. And for what? Not our own mistakes. Not the mistakes of every man between Adam and Moses. Or each of those generations. It was Adam's sin. It says, even those who did not sin by breaking a command like Adam did. So I hope you are getting this. It is a pattern that is inherited. from Adam, the first curse to be inherited, the first generational curse is what we're talking about. I hope you are getting this. But the revelation actually starts now, it goes on to say, it's because of Adam who is a pattern of the one to come. So what are patterns? They embed the code within them and keep reproducing an outcome like curses. You see that everything in our history is based on patterns and that is what Ecclesiastes one ten tells us. There is nothing that is new. Everything that has been that is now transformed. It may have morphed its shape or form but it is a pattern repeating itself. The very Bible itself is a pattern. Old Testament is a pattern of things to come in the New Testament, it's a shadow as it is called, of things that would come in the New Testament, the physical form of what would now be the spiritual side of it. We probably will take a bit of a reflection on that tomorrow, there are a few things that we could touch on there, so that when we read the Bible then, with that understanding, it will help you relate your personal story to that and see how it connects with you. Maybe we'll take that tomorrow. So in short, when Adam sinned, we were in Adam. And so we bear his sin. That's what that pattern means. We were in him. Another example of such a pattern, when we say in him, Another example of such a pattern is seen in Hebrews 7, verse 9 and 10, where it talks about Levi. Levi is from whom is the one from whom the tribe of the Levites came, one of the twelve. It says, Levi who collects the tithes. He was a priest, so he collected tithes. The Levi who collects the tithes paid the tithe through Abraham because when Melchizedek met Abraham, Levi was still in. in the body of his ancestor. He was in Abraham. Are you seeing now how patterns repeat? So, if one person did it and we say through faith or through our biological inheritance, we were part of their lineage, then we are in them. You are in your father, forefather, grandfather. So, if they committed sin, then that sin gets transferred to you. That's the whole basis of generational curses. I hope you're understanding what that being in there means and that is why it is difficult. So if they made a mistake, we inherit that. And Exodus chapter 20 says, it goes down to four generations. But here with Adam, this one continued. It is not just four generations. We have to be baptized for that original sin to be washed out. Unfortunately, the iniquity doesn't get washed out. That's why we still have a tendency to sin. And for that, God himself had to come and live within us, the Holy Spirit, to in order to get rid of it so that we can then become a new creation. But we'll touch a little more in tomorrow's reflection. There are some revelations there. Thankfully, God created a new pattern and He released it unto us so that that old pattern of Adam can be broken, the pattern of replacement of Adam by introducing the second Adam, Jesus. In Him is embedded the pattern of righteousness and holiness. In Adam was embedded the pattern of sin. And iniquity because of that encounter with the serpent. So in Jesus, through his cross, is inherited the pattern of righteousness and holiness. So when the Bible talks about being in Christ, in Romans chapter 8 verse 1, it says, those who are in Christ, for them there is no more condemnation. Because you are part of that pattern now, there is no condemnation for you. Why? Because we carry his pattern of what he did. He nailed, He became sin, He took all sin on Himself, nailed it to the cross, did a divine exchange at His altar which is the cross and that brought righteousness and holiness. So when we are in Him and if you read, we touched on this, what does it mean to be in Christ? We touched on that a couple of weeks ago. You'll find that in Galatians chapter 3, I think it's after verse 20, till the end of Galatians 3, you'll see that those who are baptized are in Christ. Which means His finished works, that now is a pattern of righteousness and holiness, starts to apply to you and that finished works, because it nailed sin on the cross, it broke the pattern of Adam in us. And it introduced the new pattern, so that now when we stand before God, we stand by the new pattern, not the old pattern. It is quite deep, but if you understand it, it makes a big difference. You now understand why righteousness. And the Bible says, that is why you'll find the Bible says, I don't have that scripture right now. It says, when Christ died, we died in him. And when he rose, we rose in him. We were not even born then, but the pattern that he's established there now applies to us. How does that pattern apply? It's very simple. Romans 10, verse 9 and 10, it says, Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. Then the old pattern breaks and the new pattern is established. That's why when the Bible says all the old has passed away and all has been made new, that's what it's talking about, the shifting of patterns. So when you have the righteousness and holiness of Jesus, then there is no question of that condemnation. That is why Romans 8 verse 1, or that is the basis of the understanding of why Paul said that in Romans 8 verse 1. The only question that then remains is, and this is a question each of us must ask ourselves, it is a question on our lifestyle, are you still in Adam? or are you in Christ? Which pattern do you subscribe to? You will experience the outcomes of that pattern. The first pattern speaks about curses, the second pattern speaks about blessings. That's what Galatians 3, 13 and 14 is. That when the first pattern is broken and you are joined to the new pattern, then you become free from the curse of that first pattern or the curse of the law. So when Galatians 3.13 says, Jesus Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law by taking it on himself and establishing the new pattern, therefore we now qualify for Abraham's blessings. That is how the mechanism of that, what is described in Galatians 3.13-14 is taking place. I hope it is blessing you, because when we understand the deeper meanings of how these things work, then you are able to pray and utilize that scripture more effectively. It will, it will help you understand how that curse was a legal, legally binding issue on us for generations. Even today, children are born with that same curse, born on the wrong side because they are part of Adam's pattern. By birth, by default, we come under that pattern. So many more to come will also be under that pattern. But for you, it is broken when you confess Jesus. And so we are to carry that message to others. Why do you think Jesus said, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand? John the Baptist also said, repent and be baptized, for the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God does not speak curses, it speaks blessings. And he wants you to have it. So all he is saying is, repent means cut it off from you, cut that pattern off from you, reject iniquity repent for your sins, use the atonement that I have already done to cut it off and so that you have a right standing in the courts of law of God because atonement has been paid and then subscribe to the new pattern. Then you can go and claim in that same court of law, you can claim blessings, you can claim a breaking of curses because you can say now like Lamentations 3 verse 35 says there is Nothing that is your right that can be denied before God. Lamentations 3.35. Your right cannot be denied before God. Ezekiel chapter 18 also talks about it. where I think it's Ezekiel 18 verse 3 where he says, The soul of the father is mine, the soul of the son is mine. Now this is not what I've written here, but it's something I've been studying the last few days. The soul of the father is mine, the soul of the son is mine. It's only the one who sins that must die. So when we are sanctified by the blood, we can claim that in immunity to say this is the basis on which the curse that Satan is accusing should be enforced on our lives, must be broken. That's another deeper topic of how to break curses and how you can go from the legal angle, because it is legal. It is not enough to say blood of Jesus and so I'm done. In any court of law, you have to quote law. That is why reading the word becomes critical. And then when we confess our faith, then he can be your lawyer in that court of law. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that our hearts and our minds are open to look at your system from a legal standpoint. So that Satan who approaches it legally, being called the accuser, the lawyer that stands against us to accuse. We can legally fight him and deny him the right to enforce any curses over our lives. We can deny any altars from enforcing any patterns on our lives. I ask for that edification, Lord, in our spirit this day. Reveal to us your systems, your laws, which we can use to our advantage, Lord. That when we raise that up in prayer, through faith, every such limitation must be broken. And your abundance be released into our lives once again. That is the whole reason why Jesus came. John ten ten says it. I ask for that edification, that grace upon our lives, Lord. As we pray for grace, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, families facing division and separation of any kind, for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially prayerlessness. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and friends. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer and making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to so unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and a faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you Holy Spirit. kian dekat la <laughs> mia <laughs> Shouldn't ask the Bracato status the legitimate test there? They send the rest of the दे दे and la 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 na pa ya da kademian da selere 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 de 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 o sarapala nalana nalara silanadara nalara 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 Udah uh, leh where... <interdisciplinary>? kaya- rada rada bari rada 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 kata tu siapa? Mandiola bro je leh renterest ke? Udah pakai dia 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 ada terapi ada terapi ada che resta la rantala che Sabata. mia da cada pa che la basta cada sa pata de che 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 सर्पिया लगा पाया दूसरा याना सी आरा Mantora apa mia rodella de 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 la granata la Yaraskarata Baradilla, the Catesta, Santon, dearest, dedicated. Oda da da, donor, dedicated, 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 in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Thank Amen. you, Jesus. The scripture that was put on my heart this morning is from Romans 5, verses 18 and 19. Then as one man's trespass led to condemnation for all men, so one man's act of righteousness leads to acquittal and life for all men. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by one man's obedience many were will be made righteous. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. That explains what that pattern is. But we have a scripture shared in the chat. This is from Romans chapter 6, verses 1 and 2, quoted from the NIV. It says, What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? And the second scripture shared is from Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6, quoted from the NIV, which says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him and He will make your paths straight. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Saviour's reflections, our divine mercy and rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible study sessions, please share those with friends and family. Also a reminder about this evening's session, which will start at 5.30 p.m. with praise and worship. This is the fifth part in our series on blessings and curses. And I'll share that message in our Telegram and WhatsApp groups so you can share it with friends and family. Invite at least one person to come. And at the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and His favor that comes out of His jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for His glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day ahead, everyone. Thank you, Rasmus. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank Thank you everyone. God bless everyone.